Hey there, um, this is Mary St. Mary, and uh, coming up uh, is a podcast I did with Keith Levine um, on the Underground Sound in 2014. Now, Keith is uh, uh, from the 101ers. He was an original member of The Clash. He's in Public Image Limited. He was in Flowers of Romance with Sid Vicious and Commercial Zone. He's very important to the punk and post-punk scene, a real guitar genius, super nice guy who doesn't do things that suck. And that's a motto to have, and he will quote me, um, in life and in art. So, oh man, oh, I'm so sad that he's gone, but also, guess what? I'm so, so happy that I got to see him and meet him and all that groovy stuff. Okay, stay tuned. It's going to rock. Hello. Hello, Keith. Who's that, Mary? Yeah. It is. Hey, it's Mary St. Mary. Good morning, Keith. How are you? I'm okay. It's, it's nighttime here. It's just evening. Good morning to you. And good evening to you, too, sir. Um, we had a little bit of a phone faux pas going on, but I'm super glad. Yeah, sorry about that. I don't know how that happened. Well, it was me that catching the number, you know. I don't know how it got so screwed up there, but anyway. But anyway, it's all all as well as all as well. But yeah, Kathy had had given me that number, so we were. Um, uh, I wasn't going to get up. I, no, I give up. I never take no for an answer. I'm oh. I'm so happy to have you on the show. Um, uh, for our listeners, I'm welcoming Keith Levine, um, who is uh, one of the founding members of the Clash and Flowers of Romance. Um, that was a rather obscure uh, band, notably featuring the ex Sex Pistols, Sid Vicious. Um, uh, you were, I guess, responsible for helping persuade Joe Strummer to quit, quit the 101ers and join the Clash. And you co-wrote What's My Name? Uh, but more importantly, uh, I guess you and uh, uh, John Lydon were both disgruntled with uh, your various punk bands and decided to form Public Image Limited, Pill. And uh, one of the most uh, ahead of its time, amazing, smart, fabulous bands, also with Jaw Wobble and Martin Atkins. I was lucky enough to see you. I, I personally think my favorite bands out of England that I got to see in that era were uh, The Slits and uh, Public, Image, Public Image Limited. Um, you were uh, heavily involved in writing and performing and producing the early groundbreaking albums, first issue, Metal Box and Flowers of Romance. But in 1983, you left. Um, I did some reading, and was this on the eve of a Japanese tour? Yeah. That yeah, I, I mean, the, the whole, um, the, the final project, Commercial Zone, uh, we were in um, New York for it, and um, it, it was very difficult, really. Essentially, I was sent in on my own to compose it because John was um, making a movie in Italy. This movie with Harvey Keitel called August Death. Are you there? I'm just making sure because I do get cut off now and then. No, no, no. I, re I remember reading that, that, that he was doing a movie and you, were, and you were getting ready for the tour and it was a bit uh, disconcerting. 
ready for the tour because we weren't a big touring band. It wasn't it wasn't our cup of tea at all. But um, the thing is, is, obviously we were doing shows. And do you want to hear the story? I'll tell you the story. It, it's uh, we're in New York and Virgin had called us. Richard had called me and said, "Well, Keith, guess what? We're not giving you." the advance for the fourth album. I said, what? Why? And he said, because you're not on English soil. And I said, okay, so the contract says you don't have to give it to us, but why don't you give it to us anyway, Richard? Because you're going to give it to us in the end anyway. And it would probably really help us make the record. And he was like, what? Get it from Warner Brothers. Right. I said, well, the Warner Brothers deal is a delivery deal. Right. Um, And he kind of went, well, that's your problem. I said, okay, okay whatever. Um, and, and then it did occur to me, we didn't actually have a band. The only people in public image at the time on the creative side was uh, myself, John Lydon, Jeanette Lee, and there's a big question mark. And then the rest of the other people were sort of admin business type people, you know, lawyers and accountants, also with big question marks around them. Right. So anyway, so I'm in the studio. Uh, we, we get this studio together. We're, we're, we're kind of financing this with ad hoc shows. I was making the point of not doing too many shows. That's an ethos that came from the Cash and Bernard Roads, but that's another story. But, um, we were doing shows and we were sort of a bit on a favour and we were who we were. So this kind of lawyer guy that had Park South Studios was allowing us to use studios and we were paying bit by bit. And, you know, it was a pretty safe bet. You know, they're going to finish this record and everything's going to come right. And actually, um, more things couldn't have gone wrong. You know, there was conflict in the band. There was sort of uh, political juggling. I wasn't as confident as I am now, which didn't help on the composition and music side. But right. essentially, you got um, Commercial Zone, which was what I put out in 84. In, uh, and they um, took the master tapes and, and um, kind of rebudgeted the record, uh, courtesy of Richard, who, by the way, sold me the rights to Commercial Zone because he really wanted to put that out. But... That there was a, a conflict there. So they carried on and made, this is what you want, this is what you get, which uh, is exactly what everyone didn't want, but is what they got. But, ah. um, <laughs> that's true, you know. And my one, they, they kind of, uh, being big boys and big business guys, you know, Richard did put it out in the end. He just did it because he felt like it. And right. the guy I did deal with in New York, who also pressed 10,000 records that I gave the money back to, because he was so scared of Richard Branson, also put them out. So when you see them out in a black and white pill cover with an important label, that's Barry Cobrin. Right. For those who were so scared to put them out. And when you see them on a Virgin label, black and white, they copied that cover. That's Virgin actually um, putting them out, and I have the rights to that. And then when you see the good one, my one would be 00... Like, what is it, 007 XYZ Matrix number and custom covers and what have you? That's my one. Mm. Uh, that was then. This is now. That and was it, then. It, this it, is now. Yes. That. Yeah. <laughs> That was then. This is now. So that it wasn't what you want, but that is what you got. So bollocks to that. And let's talk about what you got going on now. And and since you were not a big touring band, uh, again, a great uh, pleasure of mine. Uh, inspirational to to see that. I'm. I don't even know what exactly happened. Um, uh, if you sort of disappeared or continued to uh, do music, I know in reading up on you, you were very interested in quantum uh, quantum physics, and uh, you had some interesting stories about some uh, 
Hopi Indians that you ran into when you were perhaps, I don't know if you tried to make a living in L.A. for a while uh, doing music for uh, movies and whatnot, um, uh, but uh, there are some interesting stories that come out of that. But let's get on. Let's talk. Let's plug your uh, Commercial Zone 2014 because uh, it is a, a very important uh, piece of work. You're at magnum opus, as it were, and uh, there's a lot in this package. Um, I also wanted to just... Um, <laughs> I, I read a really great uh, quote of yours that said, pill was my purpose in life but at the end of the day what else do you do what else do you have but your principles and I love that because that means you don't do things that suck okay so yeah, that's a good one, Tony. I like that Mary yeah I don't do things that suck and actually I make a point of not doing things that suck so if I bring out a new record it's not going to be like the last one, it's going to be everything the last one was and more. That's in fact, probably with anything I do, that will be the case. Um, yes, yes. And when you're, you're at the point of however age we're at, even then, even now, I say more now more than ever. Uh, you are a force to be reckoned with, as all are, as all are, as are all artists who continue on. Hey, I just recently saw uh, the the Jodorowsky film Dune. I don't know if you're a huge fan of his, but oh my gosh, uh, talk about life in art and doing your passion, being a spiritual warrior, and um, having some integrity with what you do. Um, Let's see. I, there's another great quote I love. I started doing things in music because I wanted to, not because I could get a deal. Friends of mine have asked, how do you go, how are you going to get paid, Keith? I respond, I don't know. I don't care. I just have to do it. Budgets are for things I have wanted to do as, as of late have seemingly fallen in my lap. But in the end, I just want, I just want to do what I can while I still can. At this stage of the game, I'm going to do exactly what I want. I encourage everyone else to consider the same. Pursue your dream and believe in the magic. And that, again, is a loquacious saying for, I don't do things that suck. Um, so. Another thing, Mary, another thing we can add to that um, is uh, a little quote from JFK. Not because it is easy, but because it is hard. Right. To, to do that. Uh, you just quoted me there. But yeah. to do that, it's, it's not easy. It isn't easy. Having people around you that support you and love you to make that kind of thing possible, and it takes the wisdom of, of a good few years. Oh, definitely. I'm going to do exactly what I want. That's not a selfish thing. That's um, no. No, I oh, think it's a it's a catharsis, and it's a way that you, in order to live with yourself, to do that to to get it out. And there's an you know there's this. Uh, you know, in in a masterpiece, it takes some madness. It takes some madness to make a masterpiece, or it takes a masterpiece to uh, indulge your madness. And we could go go off on that subject entirely because who's to say what is mad or what isn't? But as an artist, it's very important to um, to have your vision seen. And and I know personally from working in bands that with all these other personalities, and then oh my gosh, you get all the 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 managers and blah blah blah. Things uh, get lost, and um, <clears throat> you are uh, 
You were always very interesting to me. I, I never uh, got to meet you. I don't know. You were maybe in your 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 layer of 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 uh, of uh, creation, but uh, yeah, you were certainly around in Hollywood when I was. Um, I, let's hey Keith, let's talk about the um, Indiegogo because we hey. want to get people onto that. Um, well, we do, and for good reason. Oh my gosh! And I wrote down. Hold on, I have things written down. You have twenty days left. Um, yeah. So far, four thousand five hundred and eighty dollars has been raised. The goal is twelve thousand five hundred. Um, now, this is the original uh, what what your vision of Commercial Zone uh, was meant to be. This is the record that that you wanted to make. I'm going to be perfectly honest with you here. Okay. Okay. With the um, 12,000, uh, what, what was going on was, I'm, 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 what is going on is I'm working on a project called CZ2051, which is actually two, for one of a better expression, albums in one, because there's a hell of a lot more than that. Okay. Okay. Right, but when it comes to the music side, there's actually two albums in one. The CZ side of it would be the commercial's own vision, and the 2051 side of it would be, well, I say 2051 is now, but that's me. Okay. 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 Um, all right, now, uh, we, were tr you know, we were trying to figure out all kinds of ways of getting this going. I've been composing for it for a long time. It's not ready. Um, the, the more hits more side of it, the, the commercials on the side of it is ready. Okay, and, and then um, uh, one of my teams said, you know, you should really put out commercials on 2014 and get that project finished. Mm. Okay, so then I um, did the crowdfunding target. That was to, to release a record that is essentially... My commercial zone, right, the one I released in 84, with um, actually more stuff taken off it and with five original tunes and two remixes on it. Okay. So, you know, it, it's like, with my one, it was like, this is what you wanted and this is the best I could do at the time. With this one, with the, uh, with the target amount, it's like, this is, the, this is the best commercial zone you'll get for 2014 and a fantastic precursor the CZ 2051 and a, num a number of other projects that are going on. Mm. Um, now, if people do get involved with this campaign a little bit and have some fun with it, there's, uh, you know, lots of, obviously lots of levels of products. Um, but, if, if, you know, if we can double that target, because it's in dollars, it was meant to be in pounds, uh, it was a mistake, okay? If, if, if we can double that target, I can actually release the proper, proper commercial zone. Um, I, you know, I've got the material, and it would mean uh, re-recording a couple of tunes. Um, there's a fantastic record to come out as it is with this pickbook preview of Diary of a Non-Punk Rocker. Plenty of original material. Um, now, you're having the, so, ar the artwork is going with it. The artwork and the diary, or those two separate things? Well, you know, the CD comes with 12-inch uh, artwork, which, which is uh, kind of no-brainer, you know, um, and that's really nice artwork. Uh, and you can have 12-inch artwork and the pickbook, or you can have it just with a pickbook. You, you know, you can have it physical. You can have it um, as a download. Um, the more success we have with the campaign, the more likely we're going to be able to put the, the whole diary book out correctly oh, fantastic. sooner and soon. We're putting out, um, one of the pledges is, uh, I was a teenage guitarist for The Clash, which was going to be in Diary, and we've now made it exclusive for this campaign. I mean, this is, 
or spirit of crowdfunding, you know. Right, right. They get a job, they're trying to give them something they can only get here. Essentially, what you got here on Indiegogo is a pre-order for an album. So you're going to, so this is going to be... It expands the possibilities, but I can only go there if the people that get involved go there with me. So at worst, they can get a download. A bit better, they can get a physical release. They can get the physical release Keith wants them to have, which is a 12-inch artwork and a pick book. Um, or they can get the physical release, which has got the re-record and everything, everything, everything on it. You know, our new tracks with me and Martin Atkins and, uh, you know, really done properly. Because, I mean, that's essentially what the crack was in um, in the studio in, in New York. Yeah, all right, Pete Jones was on bass. I played, I wrote everything. I played mostly everything on everything. And I had to have Martin on drums on a number of tracks. Right. So good. And... Uh, He's a real drummer. I mean, I'm not a real drummer, you know. Uh, oh no, I, I wanted to bring you up, the, bring that up that you were a self-taught uh, guitarist. I think you picked one up at 12, yeah, and you started. Uh, I, think it's I started maybe at the tail end of being 15. That's when I started really. And then wait, 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 wait. Okay, and also, okay, there is. Um, it's been asserted that the famous riff he created at the age 19 on a Valeno, a Valino metal guitar. Yeah. Later nicknamed the Levino. <laughs> you know, the guy spent a lot of his time in a Florida jail, and he's no longer with us now, the, the, the Valino guy. Fantastic guy. Oh. You know, you know um, I just got them at the time. I wasn't that geeky. I knew what a Gibson Les Paul was and what a Fender Strat was and all these other guitars, and all these guys would sit around talking about threats and action and all this stuff. That right. Um, no. And I'm you had no guitar. idea, right? I, that's how I played guitar, like completely. And, yeah. But who cares? It's metal. I'm getting it. Exactly. I, I, yeah, I remember playing a chord, and some, uh, you know, musical theory person said to me, "That's not a chord," and I said, "What?" So it is, and that's why I think it's important for people to understand uh, a pill, your work, and also. Um, the work from the slits was that it was so um well now it's of course way ahead of people have caught up but at that time uh very inspiring for those of us i know i'm an autodidact which is a self-taught person so it's uh, all very exciting i wanted to mention um some of the interesting uh little um shout outs you have for uh the commercial zone indiegogo um okay Little $10 shout-outs on Twitter and Facebook, um, digital downloads, uh, Keith on a white T-shirt, uh, download and art, download and book, um, let's see, signed, uh, let's see, 300 producer, do people get producer credit? But the craziest, and by crazy, with all due respect, is a Keith Les Paul guitar. Yeah, there's only one in the world. I've never, I've never done a signature series. I've been offered them, and I just it was, that wasn't my scene. And right. I've never done a signature series guitar. I'm trying to make. Um, I just donated a, a guitar to Record Store Day anyway, a, a really old-fashioned Supro guitar, vintage. And uh, oh, that's right, you, you know, did, uh, you did give that away. I love Record Store Day. Okay. So, so you know, it's like a raffle now. When people go, it, it's to get, you know, it's to it's to generate interest for record store day and for independent stores. record stores. Let's let's do independent. Yeah. If you send your ticket in, it's a raffle. You can win my Supro guitar. But this one is my Les Paul that um, I was playing on the Metal Boxing Dub Tour, and I actually um, 
I composed um, Search for Absolute Zero on it. And remember, I real-time composed it, so I nailed it in one shot, much like Spirit of Metal Box composition. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, that's what you're getting. And uh, I have to put the freaking video up on, um, on Indiegogo of me playing it, because I, I found a good one this morning. I, I should just cut it down to two minutes, the, the best bit of it. Yeah. Or a couple of... You know, so you can see, yeah, this is this is the guitar I use. And you know I me, mean? I don't use effects or anything. So the way it's sounding is the way it sounds. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so I haven't finished upgrading the uh, the Indiegogo site. But the thing about 2014 is it, it's an experiment for all of us. Um, you know, I'm not trying to reinvent crowdfunding, but I'd like to expand it a little bit. It's my first experience in it. Yeah, it's uh, a trip. Yeah. You know, I want these people that have pledged to get what they're expecting and you know i want them to get more right and the, the more people that get involved in this the more that's possible you know I, I, we can you know how I, you've seen other people do this you know they go sort of to you know 270 percent of target and they say we're doing this now we're doing that and of course i i, I you know i want to be able to do the same thing yeah you know yes um, yes yeah and you and you yeah and uh, but it takes a lot of help i mean it's like it's a it's a constant uh a work of art or uh work of uh labor and love on the in on the indiegogo does it have a um uh, a date like do you have a certain time frame yeah yeah, yeah you're on the clock all the time we've got 20 days left okay so do you have like five different people on phones going oh keith somebody just blah 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 gave you you know we're we're almost well, I, there you get notifications when stuff comes through and i certainly get notified when it doesn't you know mm. which is very stressful yeah you know so um we've had a bit of a lull in the campaign which apparently is quite normal yeah here but it doesn't feel normal it, it, it doesn't feel good and you know uh, it's hard to be objective because um as much as it's, a camp- it's my campaign I'm running, it- it's my material. So it starts becoming emotional. I start of course. Emotions, you know? And really, I'm the gov. It's down to me yeah. to do this stuff and-, and to get these links out and to, you- you know, to make it work one way or another. And you know, so it's a big learning process and it's getting in the way of composition. It's getting in the way of a lot of things, but it has to be done. You know? I'll be pleased. You know, I'll be pleased for having done this work and, and that the campaign will be over and suddenly I'll feel like I've got loads of time and I'll probably, you know, knock out this um, More Hits More record I'm doing with Ken Lockie. So um, <laughs> there's plenty of stuff to do. Um, and, I, you know, I, I really hope we can get the word out to some people about this campaign. Yes. And have them on. I even want to do, I mean, I, I, I don't want to experiment, make too much of an art project about it, but I, I, was, I was thinking of putting a pledge up there where it's sort of create your own pledge. What would you want to do? Right. Kind of thing. Right. You know, um, I'm still working on that one. It might just end up being a, a kind of expensive pledge. Well, gives you the option to truly get involved. You know, uh, on an executive level. <clears throat> yes, so, and and I think when you when you are truly getting involved on the on a business end. Um, uh, for me personally, the art, the the creative side suffers because even if you're just sitting on your bum uh, watching numbers, it's quite exhausting. And uh, I have an answer for people who uh, call and give me hate calls, perhaps on my radio show, which is like what you just mentioned is, oh, why don't you? What would you do? What would you do if you had a radio show? What would you do if you had something that you wanted to create and?
put out into the world. And um, I think that's an, a very interesting concept because with all the technology we have now, that is entirely possible. And you know, Keith, okay. and you know, Keith, this is the sad thing. <laughs> Or the funny thing or the ironic thing is that no matter how what type of compelling art you're making, um, dancing babies, kittens, and food will always be way more popular. And maybe porn, yeah. I don't know. But Porn's a whole other issue. The dancing babies sound quite interesting. You can hear and did quite well with those. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, and kittens. Yeah, I must bear that in mind, you know, because uh, I'm I'm looking for a hook. Yes. Oh. Yes. Yes. Well, Commercial Zone 2014, 2015, 2051 uh, is when the kittens yeah. take over the musical well, instruments. Yeah. The kittens take yeah, over the know. studio. Catastrophic behavior. Oh, you just said catastrophic behavior. What a pun. Yeah, catastrophic. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was it was merely Keith Levine's gone catastrophic. Um, so basically, so you're in London and you're living in your studio and you are mostly surrounded by books and instruments and equipment. Is that the deal? Yeah, I'm, I'm living with my close family and I'm pretty much surrounded by. Um, artists and teachers and and books and um instruments and computers and uh yeah i like to yeah. do the same thing that's that's you're in some rarefied air there that's a wonderful place to be actually i'm a very very lucky guy yes but the thing is, you know being old and everything now i can you know i can really appreciate the value of certain things you oh. have uh, fewer people versus knowing everyone in the world on facebook i mean you know i've probably got Seven thousand friends on two Facebook pages. Yeah, yeah. What does that mean? You know, what does that mean? It, it, it means nothing. Here's the deal: I have for real friends, and we—that's what's very important. Um, the the beauty of that is, it, people seem to forget that it is a corporate tool. I mean, I'm I'm fairly certain that Mark Zuckerberg is enjoying a very nice life, and the rest of us are struggling. And keep in mind, it's a corporate tool, so use it as such. Use it to promote things and everything else, and then sometimes. Um, you know, lovely people come into your life, um, and and that's a way. It's the new word of mouth, you know. But you also need, but but you also you for me to support um, projects. I do books and music and records. I have to fifty percent is going out there and doing it. Only it's a it's a lot. Um, in some ways, it's easier, and it's and and. And in a lot of ways, it's difficult only because there's so many people were overpopulated and there's so many people doing it. And I meet these young kids that go everywhere and anywhere and they're putting all their own stuff out because uh, of the technology. And then I meet other kids who are complete analog nuts. I mean, they want all the vintage equipment that all of us had to lump around, you know, and uh, so I don't know. <laughs> Um, Mary, the dream for more hits more, the studio is an old school analog studio, wooden floors, drum rooms. Um, but the thing is, there's no rule that it has to be completely vintage equipment. It's very, very difficult to maintain. There's a certain um, balance you can draw. You can have a mini mood that's um, yes. stable with MIDI. You know, you can have certain digital synths that saves you having a room full. Yeah. But there's certain things 
you cannot replace, like um, the, the new Menatrons they make, fantastic, mm-hmm. and they solved all the problems of the old ones, but they're not digital. Uh, it, it's nice to have a 24-track tape machine, but it's not essential. No. No, but it, it's nice to it's, have one around. Um, you know, it's nice to have. So what is your most prized? Um, uh, t- have you ever heard of a synthy? You have one minute of call time remaining. Oh, crap. We only have one minute left, Keith. Okay. Um, um, s- if we've got one minute left, I'm just going to say uh, Commercial Zone 2014, Indiegogo, Keith Levine, you know, get involved. It, it's... Uh, it should be fun. This is what yeah. you're. This is what you want. This is what you're going to get. This is it. Commercial Zone 2014. I love you. Thank you so much for uh, being much. on the show. Okay, hon. All right. Soon. Talk to you later. Bye. 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 The person you called is no longer on the line. 